Welcome inside the Team CBK Locker Room, a podcast to bring you our best bets from the weekend's football action. Hello, uh, Righty here, and welcome to another Inside the Team CBK Locker Room podcast. Once again, I'm joined by Jerry Taylor. Great to have you virtually by my side again, Jerry. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good, Righty. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you. No ice creams today? No, yeah. It's a bit cold today, but we're seeing a wee bit of sun, but there's been a wee flurry of sleet as well, just the usual. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no hot toddy then? No, definitely not today, no. <laughs> not, not on a Friday afternoon. No, not ahead of the podcast. Clear head needed, that's right. Isn't exactly. it? Consummate professional, Jerry, that's you. For sure, for sure. <laughs> no, well, we've had a very interesting week. Um, after a frenetic bank holiday return of domestic action, we've had uh, some nice dollop of European football. Yeah, the Champions League and the Europa League kept us busy. Yeah, some decent action there. Um, would we have UCL? So we had uh, Man City 2, Dortmund 1, Real Madrid 3, Liverpool 1. Probably the performance of the week, I'd imagine. Bayern 2, PSG 3. So I'd say that was probably the game of the week. And, um, uh, uh, well, Chelsea got back to their normal ways with a 2-0 win against Porto in Portugal. So uh, what yeah, did you make yeah. of it, Jerry? It still looks a bit wide open to me, righty. You know, um... Obviously, Man City are, are, are favourites, but in my eyes, they're still a wee tad short because they've still got a wee bit of work, unfinished business to do here with Dortmund based on Absolutely. you know Dortmund, Dortmund getting their way goal. So the yeah. prices look a wee bit odd because uh, Dortmund, I think you can get them 60 to 1 outright in a place. I'll tell you what, let me I'll run through those prices yeah. for you. Set me up nicely there. So, yeah, indeed, Man City head the market. Uh, best price you can get there is, is 3.0. 2.88 with a more kind of traditional bookmaker, I'd say with um, Bet Victor. Chelsea second, so English clubs top the market, interestingly. Uh, 5.8 best price on Chelsea. And uh, then you've got PSG, which surprised me that they're probably his third favourites, but obviously they still have to get past Bayern Munich, as we've said, 6.2. Uh, Real Madrid, you can get 6.5 on Real Madrid. Um, Bayern Munich out to 9.2 now. Uh, Liverpool, 15, and then, as you rightly mentioned, um, Borussia Dortmund, 60 to 1, 61.0. That's with Unibet, who have got kind of gone way out on the limb because the next best price you're looking at really is Betfred have got them at 40 to 1. And then you're looking at about 33s across the across the rest there. And then you've got Porto, who have effectively been written off with Beck Victor going top price there at 250 to 1. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Unibet might, it might be just one only, but certainly that 60 to 1 in Dortmund did catch my eye just because they've got an away goal. But obviously, City's going to be a hard team to knock out for them. But I just thought yeah. the price the price looked a wee bit in the big side. But the Champions League does look a wee bit more tricky. We're going to, going to go into Europa League. It looks yeah. a wee bit more straightforward, a wee bit easier to dissect what teams are, are, are in, the, in the hunt. But um, yeah. the Champions League, you could still make a case for seven out of the eight, I think. You're only really, really discounting Porto, aren't you? That, yeah, you are. Yeah, and, and the odds reflect that. And uh, all, all got uh, away goals there in the bag. So the ones that are trailing, Liverpool and Dortmund, have got those away goals in the bag. Um, PSG, yeah. obviously, with three. 
But then I've got Bayern Munich coming to town next week. So I'm already looking forward to that one. Unfortunately, I missed that game during the week, believe it or not. Someone yeah. had the audacity to have a birthday. And uh, <laughs> I was left with goal alerts. And uh, yeah, quite, quite <laughs> crazy. But um, I, I make you right. Man City, I think, probably rightly favourites maybe, but a little short. Uh, so with some unfinished business to do there. And, and Holland's obviously not really scored for the last few games for him. So um, if he if he um, finishes signing the assistant referee's yellow and cars and maybe he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll find time to bang a few goals in and uh, they're always a threat with with, with that so uh interested but um am I, I'm I right in saying that Bayern are going to go to Paris possibly with Lewandowski back in the team I think they'll be doing their utmost to, to yeah. achieve that yeah so, I think what the 30, they have 31 32 shots or something like that the other night I, I mean the, the, <laughs> in the a Bayern score team <laughs> <laughs> the Bayern 81 outright could still look, you know, decent if they, if they do go to Paris and do the business, you know. Um, I wouldn't rule Bayern out just yet because that, that's going to be a basketball game that second leg, isn't it? You know, it's going to be end-to-end. Absolutely anything could happen. And it'd be yeah. interesting to see how PSG play it because they, they swept Barcelona aside, didn't they? And then kind of more or less went on the defensive. So that didn't suit their game and they kind of got off the hook with Messi missing the penalty. I've had a little nibble on Bayern Munich. I'm not going to lie. At, at nine point zero, I've had a little touch. Little I, like, I like it as well, Jack. I like yeah. it. Yeah, and because you know full well that if they do turn that over, which they've got absolutely lots of chance of doing, then they're not going to be they're not going to be sitting there eight to one for much longer. They, so they, they'd been the top two in the betting then, wouldn't they? they you know, they'd be close up with right. Man City, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's cool. OK, well, let's have a little flick over to the Europa League then, as you've uh, you've just mentioned it there. So run through those results and interesting here. Um, AX1, Roma 2, Arsenal 1, Slavia Prague 1, Zagreb 0, Villarreal 1 and Granada 0, Manchester United 2. So again, not one home win amongst those. All uh, you know, three away wins and a draw. And um, again, obviously, all, all the away teams scoring at least one goal. And um, yeah, well, shall I run through the betting first of all? Yeah, go for one? it. Go for it. So yeah, we've got uh, again two English clubs topping the topping the um, the odds here, uh, leading the market. And uh, Man United are the favourites. So uh, you can get best price on those. Again, you, you're right in saying Unibet don't offer each way terms, so this oh, yeah. is uh, on the nose. So they're two point two. You can get two point one with a third of the odds. Uh, top two with Bet Victor. So. If you are, you wouldn't really be playing those each way, would you? But um, uh, 2.2 is the Unibet best price. Then we've got Arsenal. Uh, and yeah, I said that right. Arsenal, <laughs> second favourites at 5.5 across the I'm board. Not, I'm not having that at all. I, no. I, I, can't, I can't have that place. I just can't have it. I can have it to lay all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wants to get in touch with me, drop me a DM. I'll be happy yeah. to lay that. Let me know what you want on it. So uh, we've got, yeah, so they're at 5.5. Then we've got VRL, uh, same odds, 5.5, uh, pretty much across the board. Then we've got Roma, um, best price of seven. Uh, Ajax then, a uh, bit of a jump up there. We've got Ajax, uh, best price 17. That's with William Hill. Um, Slavia Prague, uh, we're looking at 21 best odds for those. So there's a few options there. William Hill, Bet Victor, um, two of those. Uh, Dynamo Zagreb, you can get 100 to 1 on Dynamo Zagreb. And then Granada, don't fancy them to turn it around at Old Trafford, uh, 250 to 1. Despite Man United having about three or four players suspended, but uh, yeah, it'd be, mm. a big, it'd be a big deal to turn that around now for Granada, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, it would be a surprise, but you never know. See what Man United turns up on the day. And uh, you know, as we know this season, Man United have been very, very strong away from home and potentially a little yeah. vulnerable at home. So. If, if, Granada, if the Spaniards could get an early goal, you, you would wonder if Man United would start, you know, if they're going to have a reserve defence, I think, at least two or three defences. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Obviously, it's a big goal for them. Uh, another penalty, another um, Bruno Fernandes penalty, another 90th minute penalty as well. Um, so uh, that was a big goal for them to kind of get an extra bit of a cushion. But uh, anything catching your eye? I've, I've, I've been tracking, goals? right here, I've been tracking Slavia Prague for, you know, two or three rounds ago. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, when, when, they, when they, I sat on took notice when they beat Leicester, you know, at the King mm -hmm. Power. And then, yeah. you know, Rangers have been going great guns all season and they kind of dispatched Rangers, you know, yeah. comfortably enough. So I just thought the prices were a bit off, you know, when they were coming to, to London there. So I've had a wee yeah. dabble at um, 16-5 to 5 for Slavia Prague, basically to qualify against Arsenal. So yeah. that's that's obviously with the late goal equaliser they got last night. That's sitting not too bad at the moment. But yeah, yeah. Out, outright prices have had a wee go at 22 to 1, but I noticed this morning they're out to 25 to 1. So don't, don't know if they can win it, but each way you've got a chance, you know, to get into the final. Um, the other team I quite like the look of is Villarreal. Are they around about 92, Jack? Are they slightly bigger? They are indeed. Yeah, across yeah. the board. Um, yeah, lots of companies are offering for, um, 92. Yeah. Moreno seems to be scoring for fun for them. They look oh, quite a good, yeah. solid outfit. And um, Roma, I don't know if there's a question mark with the defence. I think they've only. Sort of three out of ten clean sheets lately in domestic uh, football. So, don't know if they're a wee bit question mark. You know, they can be losing a goal at home, Roma, you know, in most yeah. most games. So, that would make it tricky for them. So, yeah, I'm on yeah. Slavia Prague, you know, over 20 to 1. And uh, Villarreal, I've not bet them, but I think they could be a runner. Man United, obviously, are favourites. I get that, but I, the price is skinny, isn't it? Very. Yeah, very, very skinny. And we're on the same page, mate. Um, but I totally agree with you with Slavia Prague. Very been impressed by those, their set-up, the results they've had as well, and how they're out at, <laughs> with the home leg to come, how yeah. they're at 20 to 1 currently, and an Arsenal are 9 to 2. Only whoever knows, I don't know, Aye. Fred knows. It must, but, be, it must um, be liabilities yeah. on British clubs some of the time, these yeah. prices, Jack, you know, but yeah. Slavia Prague keep going underrated, you know, all season, I think, mm. and um, I think they had a yeah. couple of defenders missing last night as well, so they the, 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 the argument could be that they've got a stronger lineup for the second leg, you know. I'd actually be surprised if they didn't didn't qualify, and you've got a great bet there. Yeah, <laughs> and I know the first thing I'm going to do once I get off here. <laughs> <laughs> so very good, very good, nice, yep. cool. Well, it's a good week, good week of action, and yep. um, that's not even mentioning like the championship, where there was a hell of a lot of goals in the championship this week. But we'll move on. Um, so let's, uh, are, you let's about, are you talking about Norwich City? <laughs> oh, oh, Joe, you didn't need to bring that up. You didn't need to bring that up. <laughs> All joking aside, the best half of football, and I've watched Norwich for a long time. Uh, best half of football I've seen them play. After an hour, six up or something, was it? Yeah, we were five up at half time, yeah. and uh, it possibly could have been more. But um, yeah, yeah uh, we, that was a very, very impressive performance. And, uh, and then, as I said before, with uh, Mr. Buendia, 
three assists, hit the bar and scored a goal in the first half. Um, make the most of him, Norwich fans, while you can, because he's not going to be hanging around. I think there's hope that he'll stay another season, but I would be massively surprised on that one. I think there'll be some yeah. serious interest in him. He's a phenomenal player. If you haven't seen any of the goals, have a little look through. Um, as Even as anyone other than Ipswich fan, probably, if you watch those, and a Huddersfield fan, <laughs> you'd um, you watch those goals and a couple of the passes from Wembley, a couple of the movement uh, from them players was, um, was exceptional. So, yeah. A good watch, a good yeah. watch for the, even for the neutral. Lee Hendry was loving it, and uh, and uh, that was that was quite nice to hear from on a neutral side of it. It's always great when your team's doing it, but when a neutral's lapping it up, then it's so nice. But anyway, enough of that. Let's look, have a quick look back at last week. Uh, we couldn't couldn't have gone much better for us, mate, could it? Yeah, it wasn't too shabby at all, right? Yeah, can't can't grumble with that. No, absolutely not. So we're a quick look at the EPL previews, and we managed to sweep sweep through those. We had Man City minus one on the Asian handicap at Leicester, uh, which is 2.05. Uh, 2-0 win brought that one home. Um, we had Diogo Jota to score for Liverpool at 3.05, which he did. Um, so that was very nice at Arsenal. In fact, well, twice, but we didn't go that far. But we had 3.05, which we thought was a big price and duly was. Um, and then Man United to win by exactly one. Unfortunately, you were on 1-1. One, one, so we looked like one of us was going to come good, didn't we, on that one? And uh, I, I, I fluked it with uh, Man United winning by exactly one at odds of 3.5. That's it. You stole so, that one off me, yeah. I did, I did, yeah. So, but that's fine because Scottish bets last week made absolutely fantastic effort. Very close to a full house. Uh, four out of five. Uh, so you started off with Queen's Park, which I think was your bet of the weekend. Yeah. Half-time, full-time? That's right, yeah. It was uh, 31 um, to 20. It was indeed. And the first half goal, and, and that was enough. They game-managed it out, I think. Yeah, they're quite professional. We're going to touch on them later, as we usually oh, yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> regular slot, Queen's Park fans. So uh, yeah, which, I'm sure the Queen's Park fan numbers of Queen's Park fans are growing by the week. Well, where people keep winning money on them. They're, they're, the, <laughs> gift, they're the gift that keeps on giving. One of the guys messaged me on Twitter. He says, have you got a Spiders shirt yet? Have we bought the top bit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we might have to get one. Yeah, we we'll might have to get one. Up. So... Yeah, absolutely. So uh, then you then you dropped uh, Aberdeen to win to nil. Uh, I can't even say the words Dumbarton without <laughs> gagging a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I know why. But, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that bit so... was a little bit fortunate because Aberdeen basically were terrible. Um, didn't look like scoring. I think they scored in the eighty third minute. Um, Dumbarton mm. played very well and defended very well. Um, but mm. um, it was some bets you put on, you know, are good bets and they lose. This was probably yeah. a bad bet that won for me, you know. It didn't look as if it was going to come home at all. So, can he, can he grumble? It came up eventually. So, yeah. Yeah. Sneaked over the line, yeah, which is fine, as you say. It's, uh, it's just swings and roundabouts. So we can't get two up when you're, when you're winning and, and two down when you're, when you're getting a bad beat. So, uh, exactly. there we go. Uh, moved on to the next one, which is Montrose to, uh, to score over two and a half goals and 4-2 away win. Yeah, they got four. That was good because... It, that was a good game because you had the early goals and it. it went to each quite early in the first half, I think. So, and uh, yeah. I, I'd mentioned to you in the pod last week that um, I had doubts about Fraserburgh's um, fitness because um, mm -hmm. I don't think they played any sort of game in three or four months. So um, that one, yeah. that one came in quite easy, quite comfortably for Montrose. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, you know, one extreme to the other, not playing a game for say, a couple of months and uh, other people are playing nine in 20 days or whatever it is. <laughs> exactly, so it's just yeah. madness. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Aye, no aye. middle ground. And also you throw out a quiz question, which I, I know you've got the answer to in the end, for Montrose, which was the last time they were in the uh, Scottish 
Cup. Last uh, 16. La- um, yeah. Last 16, yeah. And yeah. the answer was? they About 11 years ago it was, they'd been at Easter Road, they got beat 5-1 against Hibs, so... Um, but other than that, I think it must have been 50 years before that, before they were <laughs> on the last 16. But they've drawn my team in the next round, Kilmarnock, so... Um, We'll see how that one goes. They've got to, they've got to come down to your place in Ayrshire, so yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. See how it goes. And then your final winner was uh, the Monday night game on live on BBC Scotland. Queen of the South and Hibs with over two and a half goals and both teams to score, 1.91. Yeah, Hibs were comfortable winners, to be honest, right? Queen of the South did miss a couple of good chances early on, so I thought the chance for the bet had gone because... Uh, Hibs went into a, a 3 0 comfortable lead, and it just looked as if the game was fizzling out. Then the left back yeah. for Queen of the South went on a mazy run and went right through the defence <laughs> and slotted in with his left peg. So, yeah, that brought the better home. That was good late on in the game. Things you love to see. Exactly, definitely. Nice one. And the only one that didn't didn't bring it home was um, Air winning and over two and a half goals. Aye, that was a strange one because I thought, mm. you know, you were looking good before that. And Clyde had one of those crazy schedules where it had been Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And yet, yeah. it was funny yeah. because I heard a bit of the radio stuff on that and the commentator was saying some of the Clyde players late on were, were struggling actually to kick the ball, you know, up the park sort of thing. <laughs> they were out yeah. in their feet, but they held on 1 0. But Air. I think they're in a bad place just now here, actually. They get beat from Dundee in midweek um, at home again. So yeah. it's a team to avoid at the minute. United, for anybody listening. Yeah, there we go. Mark that one down. That was good to see. And I think you've, uh, yeah, you have mentioned someone else there, is that looking at looking at these teams and like, you know, well, I'm going to have to mention them again, Dumbarton, <laughs> uh, that game last night, that, that late goals come because these, these lads are, as you mentioned last week, semi-professional, they're part-timers. Yeah. Um, I, I did a little write-up yesterday on a game and, and said that, you know, even if they were top professionals, full-time athletes, it would be a struggle because, like I said, eight games in 20 days for for um, for Dumbarton, I think it was. And uh, as you say, they're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday. Crazy. And, and it's going to get a little bit where they're dead on their feet come... Um, Come the last sort of ten or fifteen minutes, and still there's a couple of couple of late goals in that one as well, and one obviously very late. So that's something to look out for if you can pinpoint these teams that are, have played a high volume of games in the, in such a short space of time that there's possibly some um, in play action to be had there in the in the closing minutes for late goals. But we'll see. But no, all in all, mate, very good stuff there. We'll take that. Set the bar a little bit high. I don't know who's <laughs> going to do the prediction this week, but we'll hand it over to someone else. <laughs> oh, unfortunately not. We've got, we've got that job as well. So, um, right, before we dip into the um, EPL previews, we've got a couple obviously coming up. Our good friend Arnie was due to be joining us to discuss La Liga. Unfortunately, something's come up for him today and he was unable to make it um, at last minute. So, however, I did manage to catch up with him on the phone a little while earlier. Hi, Arnie. Hi, mate. How are we doing today? I'm good, mate. Thank you. How are you doing? Um, excellent. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> good stuff. Welcome back to the podcast. So disappointed that you couldn't make it on today, but thanks for taking the call today. I know you've got a really busy day um, that props up last minute, so you couldn't make it on to chat with me and Jerry live. So appreciate taking the phone call now. And it's good to have you back because you've been dodging us after your boys were whipped by the Armenians. <laughs> In yeah, the qualifiers. <laughs> was You're not getting away with it. You're not getting away with it any longer. Talk to us. You lost 3-0. What happened? I was 2-0, actually. So one, one, oh. one part of the bet was, okay, the under three goals, but uh, <laughs> Armini ended up uh, showing up fierce in the second half and scoring 
scoring. I have to say, kind of fluke goals, but I mean, they, they count the same. So. And to be fair, they, they took nine points from nine, didn't they? So you weren't alone yeah. in, in um, suffering at the hands of the mighty Armenia. Um, yeah, but we actually conceded against Liechtenstein as well, so... We well, I was going to mention that. You could have kept that one quiet, but there we go. So <laughs> enough about that. Let's move on to what we had agreed to talk about today. So as I just mentioned on the podcast with Jerry, you, you were unable to make it uh, with us today, unfortunately. But obviously wanted um, to share your thoughts on La Liga this weekend. We've got a couple of cracking bets lined up. I know that you've set up for us. Um, and there's obviously a massive game on Saturday. But before we head to El Clasico... Uh, you're going to take us somewhere else. Uh, which game are you going to be focusing on first of all? It's uh, this is the first kickoff of Saturday. It's uh, we're going to Hatafe. Hatafe. Yeah, and the reason we're going there is because they're uh, creme de la creme for cards, or as in Spain, <laughs> I would say crema del crema or something. <laughs> There's no other reason to go to Hatafe than to discuss their fondness for for getting their names taken. Yeah, uh, there was a, a local local media that ran a headline the other day that said we can we can't recommend watching Osasuna matches after they played Hetafe, but uh, but the angle on these matches are never going to be the beautiful game. It's going to be the opposite of it. Yeah, <laughs> as you know, as you know, Hetafe is a uh, is the best team in the big the big four leagues in Europe for booking, and uh, they're just. It's Spezia comes next to them with 76 yellows uh, opposed to opposed to Hetafe's 94 yellows, six reds. If you want to count France with, then you have Marseille tailing them uh, with 79 yellow cards collected. Yeah. So Hetafe is absolutely mental for bookings and they play really, really rough. Yeah, it's just an insane amount, isn't it? When you read those stats out, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, um, exactly. That, that they're that. I remember last season, it was a case of, you know, are they going to get to 100? They're actually going to get to 100 yellow cards. This season, they've gone, we're not going to take any doubt about it. Bosh, here we go. 100 cards with still several games left to go. So, yeah. crazy. Nine games left to go, and their average is 3.28 cards per game. And uh, <laughs> if you look at it, uh, they've collected... 47 at home and 47 away, so it, they kind of don't discriminate whether they're home or away. They just show up all the same. <laughs> they don't care where they are when they're going to kick no. someone. They just don't, they don't matter to them. Yeah, we fight at home and we fight away. <laughs> and uh, their opponents this uh, the Saturday, it, it kicks off at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, UK time. And uh, their opponents, Cadiz, have been much tamer in collecting cards. They've collected 55 yellow cards, three red. But uh, what's interesting about their, their cards away from home, that after, after New Year's in 2021, they've collected uh, 15 yellows and one red in six away games, as opposed to 10 in eight away games before, like in, in 2020, part of the season. So, oh, so they had a bad, <laughs> bad start to the year. They've not Absolutely. had a happy New Year, have they? They've had a very grumpy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and if you just look at the cards by themselves as a factor, you think that uh, Hetafe wouldn't pick up this many cards again, but Hetafe absolutely brings out the worst in their opponents. And we've seen it in a variety of opponents, like Barcelona, who picked up three cards against them, Sevilla picked up three against them, and then you have the other side of the spectrum, you have uh, Alcia picking up seven against them. Wow. It's a better dream, isn't it? Let's face facts, Arnie. Yeah. Hatafe, like, take everything else off the table, 
yellow cards, red cards, doesn't matter if they're home, away, if they're playing Barcelona, if they're playing Elche, if they've got um, Lahoz as, as the referee, if they've got Mark Atkinson as the referee, they would still <laughs> <laughs> they would still have a glut of yellow cards. Yeah, and it's worth noting that none of the games have seen less than less than four cards per game. They, five is the absolute least amount of cards uh, their games see, and it's uh, 15, 15 games out of 15 for for Hetafe and their opponents at home for a card each, uh, more than a card each, sorry. Yeah, that's mad stat. So every yeah. single home game they've played so far this season in has gone over 40, 40 plus booking points. They've seen four cards. Yeah, uh, that brings me to the referee who is uh, the Basque dental technician, Ricardo de Burgos Bengo Chea. And uh, he's, uh, he's ref 14 games this season and has had to reach into his pocket 71 times, showing 68 yellow cards, three reds, as an average of five cards, and he keeps a good balance between the teams. He rarely fails, fails to produce early cards. Nice. We like that. He's well suited for this bet, which I'm taking, uh, which okay. is via bet365 and it's uh more than one card each team and had tough to get one before the break which is priced at evens even money yeah that's a, that's a brilliant price so Hatafe to pick up at least one card in the first half yeah. both sides to go over one card um so in other words two or more cards over the 90 minutes and that's even yeah. money yeah, for me, I thought that would have been good odds on maybe one point seven five, one point eight, something like that, maybe. Yeah. But that's a brilliant price, and that's for Bet three six five via the Bet Builder. Yeah, and it's also worth noting that after Cadiz played last weekend against Valencia, they had a, their defender embroiled in controversy over racially abusing a Valencia player. Yeah, that's right. They went left the field for a moment, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And then they were allegedly forced to come out and play again since that defacing point deductions, but this defender, who was ultimately supposed to be uh, suspended due to the investigation, the investigation has been dropped and he'll be playing. So I'm thinking he will feel the heat of head after. <laughs> and you don't, want, you don't want that in your life? No. No. Jeez. No. And if you've got an appointment with the referee, uh, I've forgotten his name, I'm, I do apologise. You say it a lot better than me. If you have an appointment <laughs> to have any root canal or anything like that on Monday... Um, probably cancel the appointment because he's having the referee Hatafe this weekend. He will not be in a good mood. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> he will leave, leave Colson Alfonso Perez, which is their home stadium, our worst man. Yeah, absolutely right. So brilliant. Love that bet, mate. Thanks for taking us there first. Um, but we'll go on to the big one, or yeah, we'll, we'll classify as the big one. It's the second El Clasico of La Liga this season. It's a huge game for both sides. Obviously built up as a big game anyway, but with the league state of play at the moment, this is possibly you know the biggest one for a little while. Um, uh, yeah. Talk so talk to me. What have you got? What have you seen here? Well, you know, I I think I tweeted about one and a half two years ago that the El Clasico was an overrated occasion, but I, this time it's way way different. The league is poised so tight at the top with Barcelona in form. Atletico is slipping up at the top. It's just mm -hmm. a point between those two. And then Real Madrid is creeping up on them in third place with 63 points. The margin is so low for them. And, well, you know, Barcelona is out of every other competition. So the league is going to be their top, top priority. Yeah. Yeah. I, I must admit, I thought Barcelona were out of it. 
um, at the start of the season. Messi's come to life in the second half of the season uh, and, and he's brought them right back into contention. Obviously, other players have come to the party as well. Real Madrid have, have hung on in there. They've obviously been without some key players themselves, um, but have hung on in there and, and they're there, you know, with a win against Barcelona this weekend. Wow, and it, we're, we're super tight at the top. Uh, and Atletico Madrid looked like they, they had this one pretty much one hand one hand on the title um, and, and they've hit a brick wall. So everything's been concertina together um, and that makes for a fantastic occasion. And when there's a lot on the line and we've got a decent referee in charge, there's normally a little bit of uh, card action going on, which I know brings a smile to your face. And I'm guessing that's <laughs> yeah. the route you're now going to take us down. Yeah, uh, they've actually had to switch referees since the original referee uh, apparently got injured. So he'll be missing out, which was uh, Antonio Mateo Lajos, yes. our, our favourite. But uh, we have, we've been blessed. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Steel Manzano is in charge, and uh, while he might not have the same same massive card tally as La Hostas, he's still uh, still not bad for cards. Yeah, so he, he was in action last weekend when Sevilla played Atletico Madrid, uh, and then he ended up carding carding Sevilla twice, Atletico four times. <laughs> His average is well over four point five. That's perfect. That's all we need. Yeah, yeah. and he he. He's, he won't have any any crap in this game. <laughs> Good. I like to hear it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see both sides taking a bit of a cautious approach since there's so much at stake. Uh, of course, Barcelona is missing Gerard Piquet, although I'm, I'm hearing his rumour to feature, but he's, he's still doubtful. So I don't know if they'll take the chance on, on starting him or, or bringing him on later in the game. Yeah. And of course, Madrid is without uh, Varane and Sergio Ramos. Yeah, uh, they will probably start start pretty much the same lineup as they did against Liverpool in the week when it yeah. absolutely smashed them. They Great dress it. rehearsal for, for Real Madrid, I thought this week. Um, you wouldn't really. Go, that's why a quarter final of the UEFA Champions League is a dress rehearsal for anything. But I think with a what would be classified as a, a makeshift defence, as you say, no, no Varane, no Ramos, to to then have to take on and one area of the Liverpool team, which is certainly without any shadow of doubt a threat is that front three whichever three they cho choose to pick and mm. they can rotate around that as well Mane, Salah, Firmino, Jota on in, in insane form that's a huge test for any defence and they came through that with flying colours so I'd say I think that's a great dress rehearsal must fill them and Zidane and Real Madrid supporters with lots of confidence ahead of uh, this El Clasico showdown. Yeah, they'll definitely be in high spirits after a game like that, uh, yeah. taking the 3-1 lead at home yeah. into this game. After Barcelona played uh, Valladolid last, last uh, was it Monday, I think? And yeah, it was Monday. They yeah. just, just managed to grab the win at the end after uh, Valladolid managed to contain them for 90 minutes. They just scored in the 91st, I think. Yeah, they did, yeah. Snuck home. I know you were you were on that yourself. That that was another bet of yours. With um, Barcelona was going to win to nil, so there's no better time. Leave it late. Scored a goal. It's yeah. it's, it's win to nil in the bag. Happy days. So you're in good form. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to what what I'm going to have in store today is I'm taking the approach that they'll approach this really cautiously and um, they'll, they'll focus on defending and. Fouling, which is <laughs> You are a sadistic man, Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to do it. So what bet have you cooked up for this one? 
Yeah, it's, it's also through Bet365 that it's uh, both teams to have two or more cards and there'll be five or more cards in the match. That pays 1.9. 1.9, fantastic. Yeah, Good. so we'll have the scope of scope of the full 90 minutes for this one to win. Yeah, nothing needed too early, although obviously getting landed by halftime would be, would be a bonus. But um, on the Bet365 yeah. Bet Builder, so that's um, over one card each team, how they word it, and over four cards in total, um, yeah. regardless of how that's that's shaped up, and that's just under even money. So was it one point nine? Yeah, one point nine. The last 1. time 9. I checked, odds were holding on both bets I've mentioned. Fantastic stuff, good. And I think that the the obviously being an El Clasico anyway, despite there not being the fans there, I think the players hate each other enough that there will be that fire yeah. there, fire there anyway. Lot on the on yeah. riding on it as far as the league's concerned. So if if it's all level, then I'd imagine Barcelona will be kind of happy to take that point. So therefore, will be will be happy to uh, say do some cynical fouling. If either side go ahead, then we know the drill there. If either side's behind, then they're going to be going all out to try and rescue it. So I think I, I can't see one team running away with it. So therefore, it's going to be tight, and we're going to have a chance. I think throughout the game that one side or the other, if not both, are going to be. Uh, all guns blazing and then the, the tackles and the fouls will be flying in. Yeah. Great bet. Great bet. Good stuff. Cool. Excellent, mate. Thank you. Love both those bets. So um, thank you ever so much. Cheers for taking some time out today so that you can speak to you on the phone. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing those bets coming over the weekend, uh, both on Saturday, obviously the early game Saturday for Hetafe, and then eight o'clock kickoff for El Clasico great way to end Saturday night um, cheers mate thanks for thanks for the, yeah. the chat thanks for the bets cheers, and, uh, we'll catch you soon yeah my pleasure thank you cheers mate bye so Arnie's there going for some card action in El Clasico uh, a bit like you last weekend I mate with uh, Mr Atkinson a, a late change referee but uh, he seems still happy with the, the new appointment of Senor Manzano um, so I'm just going to look at the latest odds, which I didn't cover with Arnie earlier. I'm just waiting until we come on here live so we can have a look at them as, as we're recording. Um, El Pasico, we'll have a little look at it. Real Madrid, 2.97. We obviously mentioned them earlier. Uh, draw, 3.92. And Barcelona at 2.31, the favourites. Uh, so two of the informed sides, Barcelona, um, nine wins, one draw in the last 10. Madrid, seven wins, two draws. Uh, and one defeat, and that defeat was like 10 games ago. So uh, I'm beating the last nine. Um, midweek action for Madrid. So um, what, what are you thinking on this one, Jerry? Very tight at the top. It looks a hard one to call. They're just two points between them, isn't there? Um, these old rivals. Um, yeah. I'm, just, I'm going to be bored and sit in the fence with this one. Three, <laughs> is it around about 3-1 for the draw, isn't it? Yeah, um, 3.92 3. is the odds currently. So yeah, best part of 3-1. I just Probably. see it being very, been very close, and obviously there's a bit of a way to go in Spain yet, so it could be one of these ones that ends up a one each or whatever. Um, yeah, not really, not really got a strong opinion. Like Arnie says, there could should be a few cards, I think, but um, certainly I'm just going to sit in the fence with this one. No real <laughs> strong opinion for either. As you say, they've both been in great runs, so mm. you know they've not been beaten for a while, both of them. So it might be defensively they're sound enough to to yeah. cancel each other out a little bit in this one. That's right. I think Madrid kind of surprising people in the absence of Ramos and and like Rand during the week, and, and he's going to be out again um, 
this weekend apparently as well. But the defence has been very strong. They've 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 kept they've survived that, and I thought Ramos would be a huge miss and possibly be the reason they they'd fall short in the title race. But um, so I just mentioned it on the on the call, but Arnie, but to go for it again, you've got Atletico at the top on sixty six points, Barcelona sixty five points. Real Madrid 63 points. So as you say, just three points separate them. The interesting thing for me is you've got Barcelona at 1.75 best odds, which is with Unibet and William Hill to win La Liga outright. You've got Atletico at 3.25 best odds with Betway. But you've got Real Madrid out at, at 9-2, 5.5. And you can get on that with 3.65 with Bet Victor and with Unibet to win. Now, if they do win at the weekend, that then puts them ahead of Barcelona, who are odds massive, fairly massive odds on favourites at the moment. So that's a little bit yeah. strange. So if you fancy Real Madrid to get a win in this game, you probably might be might be a good idea just to jump on them uh, to actually win the, the Liga because it'll put them in a really strong position. They certainly won't be 5.5 uh, after the weekend. It, so, could get up, it, it could get a bit lively because obviously a draw doesn't really suit either of them, you know, if they've got aspirations which they have to, to win La Liga. So... To catch Atletico Madrid, but it just may, might be one of these ones that ends up a draw just because the two of them are, you know, they've been on good strong runs, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and I think Barcelona probably would take a draw if if, if it push comes to shove because, as like the away team and and they're like a point off Atletico, so I think that yeah, to keep ahead of Real Madrid because Atletico seemed a bit a bit of a brick wall, and you'd probably expect one of Barcelona or Real Madrid to catch them. So I think um, Barcelona probably would take a draw, but I get where you're coming from, of course, on that one. I don't think Real Madrid can afford to drop points here. I think they'll need to make the most of it and, and, and push for the win. Um, the interesting one I've, I've seen is, is Barcelona's real great form has kind of coincided with, with Messi. Um, not surprisingly. <laughs> um, the speculation around him at the start of the season was right. Is he going to be leaving? It's been bubbling on. And I think it just, it just kind of caused so much distraction at the club. And it seems that he's kind of settled down and got himself into a run of form and Barcelona have then done the same thing. An interesting stat that I noticed that December the 16th, Barcelona won 2-1 and uh, there was no Messi goal or no Messi assist. Since then, 16 games in La Liga and the Champions League, Messi has either had scored a goal or assisted a goal in every single one of them. That run only ended last weekend when they limped over the line against Valladolid with a 90th minute winner. So I think... Stop Messi, you've probably got a good chance of stopping Barcelona. It's been it's easier said than done. It's probably been the game plan of many, many clubs over the years. But uh, I think that there's there's a chance that that would be high on the agenda uh, this weekend. Um, he's 4.6 for a card. He's been booked in the last two El Clasicos. So I'm thinking that's not a bad little shout. But uh, yes, for that, me, sounds, that sounds interesting. That one, right here. Yeah, again, frustrating the result not going his way, so on and so forth. And so he's got a little bit of form for it. But, um, but for me, for my bet in this one, I'm actually going to go down a well-trodden path. I, I, back, I tipped it during the week, backed it during the week uh, in the Champions League, Real Madrid against Liverpool. It's Benzema to have two or more shots on target. Um, it's 2.10 with Paddy Power and Sky Bet. So take your pick there. Um, he's hit two or more shots on target in 10 of his last 11 games in all competitions, either side of his injury. So he's in the form of his life. Uh, that was the first game he's not scored in, um, in seven. He's scored seven successive until midweek. And 
but he said he's been having shots on target and he did it again at the weekend, um, so in the midweek. So for me, that's my bet in the El Clasico. Uh, Benzema two plus shots on target at 2.1. Sounds like a decent price, actually, given the stats you've just reined off about. Yeah, uh, you get better odds against the better teams, obviously, but uh, yeah. let's say he did it against Liverpool. Um, he got one very early and then he got one very late, so he maybe sweat on it, but uh, yeah. he's done it. He's been hitting threes and, you know, there's only that one which is a fair way back now where he's uh, where he just didn't cross that line. So I like I like the look at that. Like I say, it's one of those ones that I've won on a few times already this season. So when it's odds again like that, I can't help but have another go. And I think Barcelona will throw up some, some opportunities and some shots on target. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to say that at odds against. Very good. All good, yeah. Cool. So, the draw for you, cards for Arnie, shots on target for me. Happy days, sorted. That's El Clasico boxed off. We'll see what happens uh, on Saturday night. Looking forward to it. So, let's move a little bit closer to home, mate. Um, we're going to have a look at a couple of the EPL games. Um, and we threw these out for a vote for Team CBK members. Uh, I've got an interesting result. Uh, I mess- messaged you last night, didn't I, saying that they stitched us up here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we put a vote out and thought, thought we'd uh, see who, what, what people would want us to look at. We're looking at two EPL games this weekend. Um, and they voted for us to cover the Sunday midday Sky Sports game, Burnley versus Newcastle. So we've got Burnley at 2.44. The draw is 3.2. Newcastle at 3.5. To be fair, it's a huge relegation battle. You've got Burnley 15th on 35 points from 30 games. Newcastle 17th on 29 points from 30 games. But Fulham played tonight at home to Wolves. And obviously a win would put them level with Newcastle. But drop the tune into the relegation zone on goal difference. Albeit with um, a couple of games in hand. So what do you make of this mouth-watering clash? Yeah, rate of... Um... <laughs> I've um, had a wee look at the bet builder market for this one with bet three six five. Um, yeah, but it doesn't scream goals this game, does it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Anyway, um, Burnley the, the last six homes Burnley um, under two and a half goals has come up in all six. I think. Um, yeah, I, th- I think five of those they've drawn either nil nil. I think four, four or five <laughs> of them may have been one each actually, but they lost two nil. I think to Man City in there, but basically the yeah. last six homes have been under two and a half goals. Not expecting a goal first here. Could be a draw again, but I'm I'm not going for the draw in the bet builder. I'm going for under three goals. Um, the referee is Anthony Taylor. Um, I'm actually going to go for under four cards. Based on Anthony Taylor's last eight games in the, the Premier League, only only one of the eight, he's actually went over three cards. I think that was last weekend in the Leicester Man City game, where he dished yeah, out five, but only one out of eight, that's, he's, he's went over the three-card threshold. So I'm going yeah. for under three goals, right, eight. I'm going for under four cards, and that price comes up at 65 against. So that'll be my... Little interest in the, the Burnley Newcastle <laughs> classic match at lunch, lunchtime Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, as if you need to add even more spice to that one. So <laughs> I, got, I think there's a few Newcastle fans in the in the group, and uh, uh, they'd be interested in our take on this one. So the, the, card, right. the, card, the card ones are a wee bit in, on an eighth edge because obviously it could turn into a bit of a battle because, as you say, they're near near the bottom both of them. But I'm just banking on the referee not distributing as many cards as other referees would in the league. So. That's my yeah, school of together. One, yeah, hopefully it'll yeah. land no more than three, you know. Yeah, sure. Well, the stats back it up, mate, and you've used those and what yeah. you're saying. 
and I think you're, no, you're right. You're going to look at those goals and you'd be very surprised if there's anything more. I've got that yeah. just written down, actually, in my notes here. Um, and, and you do look at it and go, a lot does hinge on tonight's game. Obviously, we don't know what the result of that's going to be. So Fulham win and Newcastle drop into the bottom three. And obviously, they'll then close the gap on Burnley as well. It, it, it changes the dynamic a little bit. Fulham get beat tonight. And you know they're they're in a in a bit of a sorry situation. Two games more, and and still you know, three points underneath Newcastle. So I think that does play a big bearing on it. Yep. But yeah, you'd expect it. Regardless, you'd expect it to be tight, cagey, nervous. Um, we'll see how it goes. You're right. The Burnley have drawn their last five league games at their not so happy place, Turf Moor. Um, Newcastle lost eight of the last ten away. Um, crazily, they won at Everton. Um, but and the other one was a nil-nil with West Brom, so that's echoing your unders bet. And if we look at Burnley's record against the five clubs directly below them in the league, you've got Brighton underneath them, and there they drew one-one at Turf Moor and nil-nil at the Annex. Fulham, they've only played at Turf Moor and drew one-one. West Brom, <laughs> I can't wait to get the DVDs for these. West Brom. At Turf Moor was nil-nil, but at the Hawthorns it was nil-nil, <laughs> and, and Sheffield United was one-nil, um, having only played at Turf Moor. The only anomaly to that is actually the Newcastle game, which uh, St James's or whatever it's called at the moment is was a three-one win for Newcastle, but that was way back on the fourth week of the season, so you can probably discount that a little bit. Um, the sun must have been shining on, on that day up in Newcastle. But, <laughs> and they started the, started the season fairly well, I think. They, didn't did, they? But, they uh, did, yeah. So we can we can cross that out. But that, that, I think, echoes perfectly what you're saying about the goals bet there. There's just been so tight and so low scoring, especially against those teams at the bottom where I'm sure they're going, we, again, we're going to hold tight. We're going to make sure we're not going to lose this. And obviously they're unbeaten in all those games other than the Newcastle one. But uh, drawn all of them. And... Uh, Say three nil nils and, and a couple of sorry they Burnley. won against Sheffield United but uh, yeah they're in, they're in the, Burnley's in that kind of position in the league right where do they really need three points every week probably a point here and a point there yeah. we'll see them to safety yeah. you know yeah like if they beat Newcastle and I was tempted I ain't gonna lie I was tempted to think you know with Newcastle's away for I was tempted to think Burnley will pull it out of the bag and get a win but I can't be back in Burnley uh, and you know especially no. at, the, the, at those odds as well despite them playing Newcastle Wilson looks like he's fit for Newcastle so could could prove a threat Bruce has been talking him up in training but Lachelle's Le, Le, is out which will be a big loss um, especially you know as a big centre-half you never want to be without your big centre-halves um, with Burnley um, so I've actually gone uh, again for another player bet here. Now Chris Wood scored in each of his last three games, um, but given those records of the scores we've just read out, I'm not going to be risking that. He's <laughs> 2.6 if you do fancy him to score any time. That's with Unibet. Um, but I'm going for two shots on target again. My favourite little two shots on target for a striker, um, and that's at 2.25. So odds against, um, which he's managed. He's managed. Um, to, to have uh, a couple of shots on target in each of those last uh, three games. So you know, actually get a header on target at um, 2.75, um, which is a possibility. But um, I'm going for the standard shots on target, two of those at 2.25. Um, and uh, probably nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to get Anyone a in, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And like I say, his, his stats uh, over the last you know, few few games have, have backed up the fact that he has actually been hitting the target. And, and like I say, he scored in... Um, each of the last three games and his shots on target in the last four games read four 
against uh, Southampton. And then he had one at Everton, but then he's had three in his last two home games. So he had three at home to Arsenal and three at home to Leicester. Um, funny enough, in one-one draws. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he's like, he's, yeah, he's been there or thereabouts, and um, I think that's worth that. That that price is their focal point. No Lascelles, as I said, so there's a chance that you know, he'll dominate in the air. Um, but you know, he can he can he can um, fire the shots off, as you say. He had five in the last last time against Southampton, so and four of them on target, as I said. So um, pretty impressive stuff. But um, I'll take my chance on that. Nil-nil, um, I think, is a, is a shrewd bet. But um, though, for those of you looking at that market, um, it's it's a good idea to back uh, one of those long-standing tips, but back no goal scorer. Yeah. Because if there is an own goal, you still get paid out on that one. So same odds as as a nil-nil. But there you go. That's a little little insight for you. Um, the second one is a bit more glamorous <laughs> that was voted. Uh, they voted uh, for Spurs game against Manchester United on Sunday, 4.30 kickoff, again live on Sky Sports. We've got Spurs at 2.96. We've got the draw listed at 3.55. And Man United, the favourites, at 2.58. Great win for them last night in Spain, as we touched on, uh, beating Granada. Um, and a little bit of friction, just for a change, coming from the Spurs camp. Jose and his players not seeing eye to eye. What are you? Uh, what are your thoughts on on this one, Jerry? Yeah, I've 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 been looking at their builder for this as well, right? The, um, Man United's away record since Christmas in the league isn't good, actually. Um, after prior to that, previous to that, they were, they, they were doing fantastic away from home. Since since Christmas, they've only won three out of nine um, on the road. So. I'm finding it difficult to pick a winner, to be honest. The way the, I, I see it being a tight game, as a lot of the top uh, teams' games have been in the Premier League. So I'm looking at under three goals. Um, not sure what way it's going yeah. to go, but I'm expecting not a goal first. Um, under three goals and over two cards. And I've also added in over zero cards for Spurs. So Spurs basically to get one card. And likewise, yeah. Man U as well, over zero cards. So basically both teams to pick up a card for the game to actually have three cards so one of them hopefully you know goes over and to to be under three goals that actually pays 21 to 10 um with bet three six five yeah. so i quite like that price and that's that's going to be my bet for that game yeah no mate very good yeah yeah um like that good stuff so um yeah well for me um I found it a little bit, of, a little bit of a tough one to call. You know, you, it's always awkward. I think when you've got the one side having played in Europe, um, and it, it, in this case, only a couple of days prior. So obviously last night when we're recording this, but um, so how are they going to react to that? Uh, and obviously Jose's had a had a bit of a wobble with his players. How are they going to react to yeah. that? Um, we've touched on that as well. Um, you know, it's, it wasn't just the case of you know, throwing a couple of points where I think the performance was pretty pretty poor. Um, you touched on United's record, and you're right in, in what you're saying as far as you know the wins. They're drawn a lot away from home, and they obviously lost to Leicester in the FA Cup. But in the league, they're actually unbeaten in 22, uh, and they've won 14, conceded 15, uh, and scored 41. But as you're rightly saying, just recently they've dried up, um, and the goals have certainly dried up. I think sorry, the seven. The, the start I forgot to chuck in seven out of the last eight. They're under two and a half goals, aren't they? That is right, yeah. Man, you're away yeah. from home, plus, you know, off, yeah. off Thursday night, maybe a wee bit of tiredness, so you don't know what That's you're right. going to get yeah. here, really. No, 
four um, four nil nils in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, from, from those, so um, it's been a sorry, a weird kind of scenario. It's been a season of two halves, really, as far as the goal side of that. Um, they'll obviously also be looking out for revenge because Spurs actually done them six one at Old Trafford, didn't they, earlier in the season? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, well, it's, um, it does seem like a long time yeah, ago. A lot, of, lot, of, lot of actions gone on then, but uh, since then. But I think the worry for Spurs is that if you look back, and we've just talked about Newcastle, the, the, not only did they throw points away last week, but they, their defender was, was shocking. I don't know if you've seen the stat, but how many shots Newcastle had inside the box last weekend? They had 17. And this is Newcastle, who are... Not renowned for wow. for that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah I look. I looked at Newcastle's uh, shots for that last game just to see if there was an angle in on that. But their record away from home is is terrible. But the record at home is not that great. Aye. But but um, you know, Spurs allowing them seventeen shots, and these aren't just say just pot shots from 25, 30 yards. Shelby like looking up and having a ping. This is inside the box, so fairly decent chances. And they ain't going to be able to do that again tonight and get away with it. Um, I've gone on the bet builder as well. Um, so I've actually gone for under four goals, yep. <laughs> and I've I've gone for a double chance on draw and Man United. Uh, so double chance draw or Man United in the result under four goals, and that pays one point nine with Bet three six five. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So we're all we're kind of on the same we're page. On, there, we're on similar lines for the you know under yeah. the goals anyway. And uh, yeah. I was intrigued to see what way you were going to go there, but I, th I thought you were kind of hinting at. <laughs> You know, erring in the direction of Man United, if anything. Uh, if 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 I had to pick one to win, I, I probably would go with United, yeah, but yeah. not confidently, <laughs> yeah. and and not enough to pick them out at two point five eight. Um, and like I say, I'll have the double chance because Jose, how he's going to go about the game, I, I could see a draw. As you said, there's been a lot of draws recently. There's been yeah. those four nil nils in recent times for United. I've got a, a long shot for this game as well, which I'll come on to obviously a little bit later, but um, which is kind of risking going against this bet a little bit, but uh, it, it can still land and, and that bet coming also, but um, but we'll see. So, cool. Right, that's England box off, mate. Well, is it? Because I'm going to hand over to you, the, the king of Scottish football, <laughs> the king of Scotland bets, but I... Uh, a little birdie tells me that you might not just be staying north of the border yeah, this week. There's one that I, I don't usually get involved in, you know, the, the English sort of lower leagues, but I like one. There's a better like in League One this week, um, this weekend rather. Um, yeah. Blackpool have been good, apart from one result recently, I think they drew two each with, uh, it might have been Plymouth, Plymouth, but apart from that, they've been absolutely flying. Um yeah. They were available up until yesterday, two to one, they're away to Lincoln. I wouldn't put anybody off that. Um, but the, the line I'm going to get down here is um, I quite like Blackpool to score over one and a half goals. It was 15 to 8 yesterday with Sky, but it's still 74. I think that's a great bet. Um, basically, in five out, of the, five out of five recently, Blackpool have scored over one and a half goals. Jerry Yates, he's scored six goals in the last four games. <laughs> Sully Kai Kai, he's chipping in as well. He's had four goals and I think it's about eight and a half games. Lincoln... Whereas they've been up there in, you know, in the, in, the, in the kind of top positions in the league, they've been on the slide. They've only two wins, yeah. two wins in twelve now, and they've only three wins in twelve at home. Um, they've only won clean sheet in the last twelve at home. So you would think Blackpool's definitely going to, going to go on the score sheet. Um, but yeah. Blackpool now are one defeat in seventeen. They're un unbeaten in thirteen, I think. 
Um, as I say, they're five out of five wins in a row away from home, five clean sheets as well. So they've, they've not conceded a goal in 490 minutes away from home. So I kind of fancy Blackpool strongly to win the game, but the safer bet for me probably is that they're going to bag a couple of goals with the form that Jerry Yates is in and the other couple of front men are chipping in as well. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm all over Blackpool to, tomorrow to score at least two goals at 74 with Skybet. Yeah. You mentioned it to me during the week and I automatically, as I would do, had a, had a check on it and uh, I, I looked at it and went, wow, that is a cracking bet. Right. Um, I, I actually backed Blackpool each way in the, the pre, pre-season, um, yeah. like the bets that you do to, to get you know, promoted um, and it looked like an awful bet at the, uh, for, for large parts <laughs> of the season. But you're right, I caught fire recently yeah. and, and that man, Yates, Jerry Yates, has been smashing goals in. And he's been on, I think, everyone's goal scoring accumulators and you know yeah. those kind of bets. He's got 18 in the league this season, I know. And um, so he's Blackpool have now gone above Lincoln in the league, haven't they? They're, they're yeah. um, fifth, I think, and Lincoln are sixth or fourth and fifth, something like that. They're, they're side by side of the league, so it's a big game. But um, but yeah, Blackpool have caught fire recently, and um, I think that's a cracking bet. I mean, Jerry, it's form side against them. Jerry, it's he's scored in every game at the minute, and uh, Neil Critchley must be delighted with Steam Blackpool the way they're going. But uh, it's it's two things in the favour for the bet. Blackpool are scoring scoring a fair few goals, and Lincoln are on quite a poor. They're really sliding down the league. Um, they're on such yeah. a poor, you know, two wins in twelve. So I I don't I, I can't actually understand how Blackpool are kind of setting faves um, for this game, no. but. Uh, that, that's my fancy for yeah. tomorrow in England, my main fancy, so we'll see how that one pans out. Yeah, yeah, like it. It was worth worth coming down south to have, <laughs> a, have, a, have, have fired that little gem. I love that bet. Very good. Yep. Um, so you're going to go gonna go back and return to the comfort zone? Yeah, now, back to my comfort zone. <laughs> really? Good, back, good. Back to the cast cow that is Queen's Park. <laughs> Back to the spiders. Fantastic. Um, yeah, Queen's Park. They're away from home tomorrow against Stenhouse Muir. Um, Stenhouse Muir have had the Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday schedule again, so they'll be kind of stretched a bit, um, as as many of the teams have been. But uh, Queen's Park, really, you know, they've been since the league re- resumed. They've won every game comfortably. They've won every game to nil. Um, yeah. I think they've either scored two or three goals. The majority of the time scored three goals. I think one of the games they scored one goal, but they've, they've basically been flawless. Um, 11 out of 14 now clean sheets, scored in 13 consecutive matches, averaging over 2.1 goals. Um, they won the reverse fixture, three. sorry, they won 3-1 at Hamden. Stenhouse Muir actually got a goal. I don't actually rule out that Stenhouse Muir won't score in this game because... They have scored in something like 12 out of 14 of their league games, but that might push uh, Spur, Queen, Queen's Park on to score you know, more than their, their usual. So the bet is on the bet 365, bet builder, it's for Queen's Park to win the match um, and over one match goal, which pays a nice price, tasty, um, even money. I've got a few various bets oh. on Queen's Park already when the price is open <laughs> for this because there was some generous places yeah. to be had earlier in the week. But I'm not going down my usual win-to-nil uh, route with them just because Stenhouse Muir, they're not fantastic defensively, to be honest, but I think there is a goal in Stenhouse Muir. And uh, if, if yeah. any team were busting, you know, stopping the clean sheets of Queen's Park, it could come tomorrow. But I definitely think Queen's Park have got another gear or two. Um, I think they've been playing at times with a handbrake. The manager's been making the four or five subs. Um, mm-hmm. They've had players coming back like Canice Carroll, Tommy Robson, 
Simon Murray, Salim Kudar, Isa. They've got about four front men that are all hungry for goals. So hopefully there should be plenty of goals in that game tomorrow and the bet should comfortably mm. come home, I think. Mate, I've seen one of your other bets for this weekend and uh, you are hoping for goals in that game. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. That's, that's the yeah, plan. Maybe maybe on the early staying house yeah. your goal will uh, get Queen's Park oh, angry, yeah. you know. So that's, that's, the, that's the train of thought, the school of thought anyway, you know. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, lovely. Again, as I know, we've, we've tweaked and twisted some bets on Queen's Park over the last couple of weeks and um, and they've been very profitable. So I missed the odds on that one. Sorry, mate. Was even, was even money. Yeah, right to, yeah, oh, even money, yeah. so, yeah. Perfect, great stuff, cool, we'll look forward to that Other one. strong bet I fancy is my own team, which I don't do very often, not this season anyway, the struggles they've had to Kilmarnock. Um, Kilmarnock are at home to Ross County, their fellow strugglers tomorrow at Rugby Park. Um, Kilmarnock have had a couple of games where they've scored four goals, all right, one of them was against Stenhouse Muir in the Scottish Cup, which would have been expected, but the other one was a comfortable 4-1 win against Motherwell in the last league game. Um, playing quite well, Kilmarnock. Uh, your friend uh, Kyle Lafferty's scoring for fun. I think he's bagged about six goals now in three or four games, the minutes equivalent of. So um, th- th- there's a few other players. Aye, there's a few other players in the team chipping in as well. So Ross County, if you watched Ross County's last match, it was to their rivals up in the Highlands in the Scottish Cup. Inverness, who are a league below, Inverness beat them comfortably 3 1. Um, Ross County were terrible on the night. That was their last game. So my school of thought is um, Kelly are in good nick at the moment, feeling good about themselves. Ross County, question mark. They're not the best of travellers. I think they've only won two out of the last 12 away from home. The other 10 games have been all defeats. So they don't travel well down from the Highlands. So Kelly will be going for the jugular tomorrow. And I do fancy Kelly even money. Um, there's a good strong argument that says if Kelly beat Ross County tomorrow, it'll go a long way to... Uh, putting them in a good position for, for survival with only four games to go after that so fancy that one quite strongly right it yeah come on it to win no doubt Lafferty with the winner yeah well yeah hopefully yeah <laughs> yeah hopefully there'll be a few goals in that one again um yeah, so mate, you know when your side is in in good nick when you're when you're actually prepared to to part money on the on the on the exactly, so, to be honest, I, I wish you. I, I bet against them this season. The likes of Aberdeen, you know, Aberdeen beat Kilmarnock at fun. Yeah. Remember, so I'm not one of these guys that supports Kilmarnock, but I'm, I'm not scared to back against them when you you've got a bit of knowledge, no. you know, and there's money to be made, you know. Mate, you, you... You're talking to a Norwich fan. Here. I made a fortune on Norwich last season. <laughs> into the um, yeah, yeah, I know the, the drill. Now, obviously, this in Scotland, the, in the Premiership at the moment, well, now it's the, the splits happen, hasn't right. it? So you've got the relegation group and the Championship That's group. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. My okay. next, I've got two other quick you. ones, Jackie. I've got Wraith Rovers yep. at nineteen to twenty, where will we Hill to win their match at home to our growth. Um, Wraith Rovers are in really good form. I like teams are in good form. You'll see a, a trend here, yeah. good momentum. Um, the Fifers, yeah. they, they, they beat their local rivals in Fernland um, in their penultimate league, uh, their penultimate game, which was in the league, 5-1. They've scored five goals in four matches, which is good going for a team that only get promoted last season. So um, there is, on their given day, there is goals in Wraith. They've got some excellent young midfielders and they play some lovely stuff on the, on the, on the deck. Um, Arbroath are not the best of travellers. I think they've only got a couple of wee wins this season, mainly defeats, about seven seven defeats, I think it is. Um, fancy Wraith quite strongly there. Wraith went to Livingston, who are a top six 
um, Premiership team in the cup last week, and they were ten minutes away from getting to a penalty shootout with them. But you know, they lost mm. a late goal to Levy. It didn't happen, but by all accounts, they played yeah. very well. So they're, they're in good nick, good form. Round about the even money mark, nineteen to twenty with William Hill. Quite fancy Wraith Rovers there to take care of our both. Excellent. And yeah, good the stuff. final one is just the both teams to score. Similar to last week, Queen of the South at home, this time against Inverness in the league. Both teams in pretty good run, very good runs actually, to be honest. Um, Queen of the South just, you know, they, they were punching above their weight against Hibs last week in the Cup, but, you know, league-wise, their most recent league game, they went to Tynecastle and beat Hart. So it's a game that kind of screams both teams to score. I think I think you can get around about 67 or 45 generally with most bookmakers there. Um, so I quite like that one again for both teams to score, righty. Excellent stuff. Great. Thank you very much indeed, Jerry. And I'll tell you what, absolute phenomenal knowledge. I love listening to you talking about your Scottish football. I love listening to you talking about all your football, but especially the Scottish football, not my strongest area by any stretch of the imagination. And hearing you talk and the, your knowledge is, uh, is, is is great for me. And I'm sure the listeners echo that as well. So really appreciate your time coming on here. And it's nice to hear, obviously, you, you see your bets and either on Twitter, you only get a certain amount of characters or even if you're doing a little bit of a write-up, they're quite short and to the point, but to be able to get in that depth and kind of know your your knowledge there is is brilliant. So I love love those very much. But to recap, Blackpool over one and a half team goals, Queens Park win an over one match goal, Kamalik to win outright, Wraith to win outright, and Queen of the South Inverness both seems to score. Love it. One final thing on the while we're on Scottish football, I'm quickly going to touch on thoughts on uh, Hearts tonight. I'm, I did message you during the week about this Hearts home. To Alloa tonight? I'll be honest, we have not delved right into the markets on this because obviously I've been busy with all the other stuff and, you know, a wee bit, a wee <laughs> yeah. bit of the horsey stuff for tomorrow as well. Um, but I'm yeah. going to have a look after this. But my first reaction is Hearts are going off at long odd, very short prices for every game they play in the Championship. Mm -hmm. and They're 1.16 with Bet365. I, I can't. <laughs> I mean, you could ask anybody on Twitter, would you put 100 quid on Hearts to win that game? <laughs> And, you know, you, you get 100% no, you know. So wh whatever bet you maybe had in mind, um, whether it's an Asian handicap or, you know, Aloha, they're kind of going, they're going to finish bottom, I think, but they're still a bit of fighting. And Peter Grant's one of the managers. He'll not give up. His team yes. won't give up. So I don't know. Another one. I don't know if you're aware, but they've already beat, they've already beat Hearts at home in the Cup, in the League Cup this season. Um, I think they knocked Hearts 1-0. Uh, out of the League Cup maybe in October November time it was it so did. it was an extra yeah. time 28th of November yeah. I remember an extra, right <laughs> an extra time goal so they are capable on their day Aloha it is tricky at Tynecastle but yeah. Tynecastle maybe isn't the fortress without the fans in it their Queen of the South just went there and won so I'm not saying Aloha win but yeah. I wouldn't put anybody off looking at the options whether it's the Asian handicap or whatever have you got something in mind? Yeah. No, mate, not really. Oh, we, we chatted during the week, didn't we? And I said that uh, just to look what the odds were, really, to be honest with you. And that uh, the Asian handicap was plus two for Alloa to make it even money. And I thought, yeah, you know, there's, there, there might be worth a little bit of a in, interest in that one if uh, they can keep it tight. The form hearts are in. It's not, not been great, so, has it? So, the last, um, the, you, might, you might get a run the for The last three hearts games, they've been beat by Broad in the Scottish Cup up in the Highlands. Then they've been beat with Cooney and South at Home and League. Then they went to Dunfermline last weekend in Rue 0, 0 By all accounts, the report says that Dunfermline missed lots of chances. And Dunfermline has actually been in a horrendous run as well. So for Dunfermline, basically should have won that match by all accounts. So it doesn't, you, you wouldn't be lumping on hearts on the evidence in the last three games. 
the last time Hearts beat anyone by more than two goals was 12 games ago yeah. when they played yeah. Wraith. Away at Wraith, they won 4-0. Since then, it's been a 1-0 win, 1-0 win, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 2-1 win, 2-0 win. That's the only one where you wouldn't have won <laughs> in the last 12 games. You'd have got your money back. And that was uh, against Air, um, which you've obviously touched on already. Uh, a 0-0 draw away at Arbroath. Uh, the, the defeat to Brora, which we've mentioned before, um, the 3-2 loss to Queen of the South, as you said, like said Dunfermline 0-0. So with current form, maybe there's a, you know, even if you went a bit more aggressive than the one5 yeah, I mean, maybe. There's but, an um, angle there. Yeah. I mean, Robbie Nielsen, if he hadn't, the league's almost in a bag for Hearts. If he hadn't got off to such a flyer yeah. and none of the other teams could keep up pace with Hearts early on, it, you know, he's under pressure just now, but because the championship basically is going to be in the bag for Hearts. That's his safety net, really, to, to keep him in a job, yeah. you know. Yeah, And you said it's Peter Grant. At, Peter um, Grant's a manager Alloway. for Alloy. Yeah, I mean, they've probably got the smallest budget in the league. They're, they're part-timers, I think, most most of them, I think so. Um, they, they, you know, they've, been, they've punched above their weight for two or three seasons to be in the championship. Usually, the, their rightful place would be League One. Alloy. Apologies to Wasps fans, but... Um, they've been punching a wee bit above their weight <laughs> been in the championship for so long but yeah. maybe they are going to fall through the trap door but I'm sure they'll give it a go this evening I think yeah I didn't know Grant he was there but I know um, one thing Norwich, wasn't he? for sure he'll, he'll get yeah, another yeah, yeah. one. I mean, it's another one. Uh, yeah, we're feeding feed a club for all these, <laughs> these Scottish clubs yeah but uh, no, he, he, he'll get them fired up That's yeah basically his, his son, so, son um, plays in midfield Ray Grant he's always good for a card as well if there's any card markets big bookie yeah. sometimes does a card market yeah. you know have a look see on that one but cool great stuff okay mate lovely again like i said fantastic thanks so much for your bets there five crackers to get our teeth stuck into um i'm going to go over quickly over my best bet of the weekend and i'm going to take a trip back to the epl for that for the english premier league uh, west ham versus leicester it's a, it's a game that's kind of caught my imagination really it looks looks a decent game on paper i saw west ham the other night um looked on fire looked brilliant going forward um three nil up um, that blew one of my bets as well because I, I had the under goals in that one and there were three up um, before half time um, and obviously there were three nil up against uh, Arsenal the game before and, and threw it away three three but three two this time against Wolves um, so the home to Leicester uh, fighting for that top four place West Ham obviously Leicester up there as well so it should be a cracker to be honest with you of two of the probably the lesser lights not the classified as the big six um West Ham topped the EPL listings for over two and a half goals in in, in their games this season 19 of the 30 have had um, their games crossed the over two and a half goals line nine out of the 15 at home um their games average 2.83 goals which is the sixth highest in the league that goes up a little bit when they go to uh, the London Stadium, so their home ground, 2.93 uh, is their home um, total goals average. Leicester, their average overall this season, is their games average 2.9, so even higher than, than West Ham, uh, which is the fourth highest. So you've got the two of the top six as far as goals per game uh, going head-to-head -head here in, in a game that um, I think should should provide plenty of opportunities. Um, should have lots of threats. Lin Lingard's Obviously on fire for West Ham. Looks like he's having the time of his life. He's uh, he scored a cracker do uh, on on I think it was Monday night um, when they when they played last. Antonio will be a miss. 
Um, but they've still got goals in the side. You know, they've got some some players there like Ben Rama can come in. He was on the bench the other night. You've got Bowen that can come in. He'll be chomping at the bit. I think those players to, to kind of prove themselves because they're not still still not quite there. No Declan Rice, which probably is good for the bet. So it could could leave a bit of space for the likes of Madison, who's back for Leicester. Obviously came off the bench last week against Man City. So a little bit more creativity for Leicester. Um, will will help them. So basically, I can see goals. I'm not really sure which end they'll go in. Um, I'm not quite sure who'll get most of them, <laughs> but uh, I can see either side winning. Um, if push comes to shove, I'll probably go with a home win. But I can see both teams scoring, and um, I can see over two and a half goals. And you can get even money for over two and a half goals in this one, which has got loads of appeal for me. It's going to get my bet for my um, sorry, going to get my vote for my bet of the weekend. Um, when you've got two of the top six as far as goals in their games going head-to-head, I weren't expecting to get even money on, on that. So uh, happy to put that forward as my bet of the weekend. West Ham v Leicester, over two and a half total goals. Yeah, like your sounds of that, right? You were hoping Jesse Lingard's playing. He was in, he's been in some great form, hasn't he? He, he has, yeah, he has indeed. Uh, so watch, he, he, he faded out in the second half the other night. I watched the game and he was, uh, he was phenomenal in the yeah. first half, to be honest. And uh, he did fizzle out in the second half. Maybe that as a result of the international duty and he, he obviously played a couple of games there, but um, possibly just because he couldn't quite live up to what he produced in the first half and, and, and Nuno told him to sh- shut the supply line down to him a little bit. But he scored a cracking goal, like picked up on the halfway line. Um, and he's, he's been on fire for him. So fair play. And uh, hopefully he scores at least twice <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Sounds, sounds good that for goals. Uh, yeah, cool. Right, well, let's move on to long shots then. I know people love a long shot. And uh, you are the man. Um, so I see you've been banging in some huge odds <laughs> around the, this we'll week. We'll try my best. God loves <laughs> well, a player. Um, Absolutely yeah. does, yeah, um, absolutely does. So, what are you pumped for for a long just shot? Just a correct score. I feel it's a bit like sacrilege here, you know, going against Queen's Park to concede a goal. But I'm going to go for <laughs> twenty-five to one for Queen's Park to win four-one. We bet three-six-five. As I say, most people expect Queen's Park to win in L. Um, you're shutting out of most teams every week in week out. But I'm going to go against the grain a wee bit. That Stenhouse Muro got on this score sheet. Um, Queen's Park hopefully yeah. up the ante a wee bit and get to four. So just a four-one correct score, twenty-five to one. You can get that way. Bet three-six-five. So if we can get a one each or a two-one at half time, we'll keep our fingers crossed for that one. Yeah, and I, I believe it also forms part of a thousand to one correct score treble that is on your Twitter. So if people want to go and check that out, they'll be able to see what you've done there. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I've joined you on that one because there's no way I'm watching you win that without me having a slice. It's quite, it's quite tempting when you look at the, the payout for yeah, hardly any outlay, you know, it's worth a go, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you've got to throw a bit of loose change exactly. or something like that. It's all part Definitely. of the fun, isn't it? So, it's all, you know, you bash away looking at all these uh, stats and figures and through the books and so on and so forth. And uh, sometimes you just want you want to put one together that that will, um, you know, pay, pay big. So, good stuff. Well, my um, long shot is... Going back to the game we've already featured, which is Spurs versus Manchester United. Um, I'm actually looking at uh, um, the the long shot there, um, based on a little bit of what we talked about. United played Thursday night, so could potentially start a little bit sluggishly. Looking at the trend, Spurs throwing away points. Again, we mentioned that earlier with the fact that they were leading until the last couple of moments against Newcastle and threw more points away there. It's not the first time they've done that this season. 
Um, and Man United have, have actually shown, and I think it's common knowledge, about their ability to come from behind. Um, and I think they picked up 25 points from losing positions this season, which is not far off half their, their overall tally. Um, so coupled with the fact that they were playing very recently in Europe, coming back from Spain, could set them up to have a little bit of a sluggish start. Don't know what sort of side Oli um, is going to put out for this one because he's obviously got one eye on next week and, and the home leg with Granada. It's not been put to bed just yet. They're not going to win the league. They're probably going to be in the top four now. Where does his priorities lie? What sort of side does he put out? What will, where will the rotation be? But putting all that together, I've gone with my long shot and I've gone for Spurs to be leading at half time, Man United to be leading at full time. Uh, odds of 28 to 1, so 29.0. We bet 3.65 for that outcome and that could come in and both our bets can still win from what we picked earlier so uh that's what i'm going for there i think you can also get fairly decent odds on 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 just on man united to win from behind but i've gone for the half time full time but uh, tidy odds of so if both, to if both were long shots come up you'll have the bragging rights for having the bigger price rating <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just a little bit more, just, you know, just a little bit more. I'll raise yeah, you, I'll raise you a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll let you off if exactly. the other one comes yeah, in. We'll a thousand that. to we'll one. So. <laughs> Great stuff. Okay, right. So for those of you that know Jerry from Twitter, you'll also know, and the giveaway is in his, his Twitter handle. So if you're not following already, make sure you do. At the Furlong Poll is his Twitter Twitter handle. So uh, fantastic account to follow. Obviously, you've heard about his great knowledge uh, on, on the football. And most of you probably will know um, that he's also a pretty dab hand at, the, at horse racing as well, especially in the bigger meetings. And of course, we've got the English Grand National coming tomorrow, uh, which means I couldn't let that opportunity pass by without hearing your thoughts on uh, on the race and giving our, our, our listeners a couple of pointers as to what maybe to look out for for the big race. Yeah, when you messaged me the other day there, right here, I was... Saying to you, yeah, I'll try and get the one, two, three, four for you, and then you, then you pointed out that one of the bookmakers was doing seven places. So that made me, you know, mm. when I was doing my short yeah. list last night, I've ended up with eight, eight horses. So there you go. Look, mate, we'll, we'll take it. I'll we'll go, take the I'll top eight. I'll go through the eight of them. I didn't want to just come on. I do fancy the favourite cloth cap. Um, he's fourteen pounds. Well, in for George O'Neill, Tom Scudamore rides. Um, been running great all season, won the Ladbrook Trophy in November, hacked up at Kelso recently, jumps impeccably, has got the, has, has got the right set up for entry as well, uh, runs from pretty prominent position, so that'll augur well. There's already been a yeah. horse that's won over the Grand National Fences today, basically making all the running, so you really want to be handy, I think, especially with the, the ground being on the quicker side. So, cloth caps round about 92 when I last checked, so that, that'd be... The, yeah, oh, level no, two now. Level two yeah, with Paddy Power. Yeah, I yeah. They don't know about you yet, mate. Once they hear this, that'll go back in again. The but price, for now, level the price two. Is getting a bit appealing for a, obviously a race of this stature. That's more like the thing, you know, odds wise. Um, the other one you can maybe get the prices of these as you go then, Jack. Um, yeah, I've got them in front of me now. The next one mate, is yeah. Annabelle Fly. Um, Tony Martin trains at Annabelle Fly. Um, Dennis Regan rides. Dennis is. One of these kind of stylish, quiet jockeys, similar in the mode to another jockey that won the Grand National, um, Timmy Murphy, a few years ago. Just sits quietly on the horse and just sneaks away on it. But Annabelle Fly has got some real eye-catching form. Okay, it's an 11-year-old, but 9, 10, 11-year-olds do, do well in the National. Um, it's actually ran 4th um, and 5th 
in the last couple of runnings of the Grand National behind Tiger Roll. It's it ran with a weight of eleven stone eight, then eleven stone ten. It's now getting in this race tomorrow, um, carrying ten stone twelve. So it's it's almost twelve pounds lighter. Um, it's got a great weight. It's not too old to win this at eleven, and I think it could be bang on the premises certainly for at least a place. So that's my second fancy, Annabelle Fly. You got a price on that, righty? I have, mate, yeah, 28 to 1, so 29.0. Yeah, that's a bit more the prices we like. Um, Go yeah, bet 365. The third one I like is taking risks. Um, the trainer, Nicky Richards, Richards, his father, Gordon Richards, back in the day, won the Grand National with Hello Dandy, and there was another one. Uh, it'll come to me later. He's won it twice anyway, his father, so he's going to try and mm-hmm. repeat his father's feat of winning the National with taking risks. Um, taking risks won the Scottish National obviously it wasn't run last year because of Covid but the last run in the Scottish National taking risks mm. won um, it likes this sort of ground springtime, quick ground it's obviously proven, proven at around 4 miles having won a National already um, it's also won its last race at Doncaster as well so the, the horse has just hit form at the right, the right time so taking risks, Sean Quinlan rides, that's another one I really fancy to go well around here. Great stuff. 25 to 1 taking risks, and that's with Bet365. Uh, the next well. one is Paul Nolan Train's Discorama. Um, Brian Cooper rides this. It's got form at 3 miles 7. Again, kind of plotted. He's, he's kept this one fresh for us. It's got some form. It's got Cheltenham form previously, 3 miles 7. It'll stay the distance, no problem. Another Irish horse. Irish horses have got good record in this race, so that's another one. Disco Rama that I like that could be in the, certainly the first half a dozen. Good stuff. Yeah, William Hill go top odds on that uh, at eighteen no to bother. one. Next one, Richard Thompson trains Lord Dumesnil. Um, another one that loves to stay in distances. Um, so he, there's only probably about you know ten or twelve in the race that you can say you can hold your heart. Put your hand on your heart and say they're definitely going to stay the four mile two. This is one of them. The only question mark with this one is all its best work has been done in softer, heavy ground. So I don't think it's going to get that entry tomorrow. The ground seems to be good or riding pretty quick. But I made that mistake when I was at the National when many clouds won and I was convinced because it won at Cheltenham in heavy ground in the winter. Mm-hmm. Oh, this horse can't win today because the sun's shining and it hacked up. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to cross that one out because of the ground, Lord the Mesniel, because it will definitely stay the distance. Yeah, very nice price. Uh, so you're getting 40 to 1 on that one, and you can get 40 to 1 with Skybet, and they are paying six places, and no William Hill as well. And the next one is Any Second Now. Ruby Walsh's father, Ted Walsh, trains this one. Any Second Now. Mark Walsh rides, no relation. He rides, he's usually at the pick of. GP McManus, the owner's horses, so he's obviously choosing this as the, the best chance for, for the owner. It ticks all the boxes. It's been plotted up for the National. It was plotted up for it last year when obviously it wasn't run. So any second now, it's not, not the biggest of prices. So it, it might be you just want to do this one for win purposes, but certainly it's got a good chance. It ticks all the boxes in the trends, age-wise, distance-wise, and it's over from Ireland again. Yeah, uh, 11 to yeah. 1, Vet 365. Two more to go. Um, Alpha Blue, another horse over from the Calentra stable in Ireland, who, who have won it three times already, the National. Um, Alpha Blue again, has got some good 
uh, cross-country form, round about four miles at Cheltenham. That's always a good marker for horses coming to entry for the National. Um, as I say, it's, it, it fell. The only thing, it fell when going OK two years ago in the National. But I, I'd, I'd be willing to forgive that because it's overall profile. I don't think it's fell or unseated rider at all. So you can forgive one blip. I think they say if you've you've fallen or unseated two or three times, you know, you can forget it for the National. But it's only fell, fallen once in its career. So Alfred Dezobo is another one that could be in the mix. It's owned by Giggins Town Stud, who own Tiger Roll, and they've also won the National We Rule the World. So they're going for their fourth National, I think. So, um, yeah, that one must come under consideration as well. Is indeed. Well, you're going to get 80 to 1 on that, 80 to 1. That's a, that's a huge William price Hill. for that one. Um, certainly could run into a place, right? Eight. And the final one is a mare. It's Magic of Light for Jesse Harrington. Robbie Power rides. He's already won a national on Silver Birch years ago. Um, Magic of Light was serving up to Tiger Roll two or three years ago. Finished second in the national. So this one's not been running great recently. It's not been in the best of form. She, she ran it. Cheltenham um, didn't really run a great race at Cheltenham but I think this has been a target for a long long time to come back and try and win the National it's, it's finished second already as I said to one of Tiger Rose wins so at the prices I couldn't leave this one out Magic of Light I'll have a wee dabble each way on this one just because it's course and distance it's already seen it done it and uh, hopefully can, can run a good race again bounce back to form Fantastic stuff, and you're getting 20 to 1 on that one, 21.0. Excellent. So, as I say, I'll, I'll be having a... And that was with... I'll, I'll be having a... Five. My main bet will be on the favourite, boring as it sounds, but a couple of those ones I like the price of, I'll, I'll be kind of a, a two or three each way punch, but I like to mix, try and catch the, the one, two, three, try and catch the tri-cast. So, if anybody likes any of the ones I've suggested, those eight horses, by all means, have a little dabble, 10p units on the tri-cast, because you can get some massive... Massive pays it, payouts in the, the pool that's going to be obviously there tomorrow where everybody's money's swishing about in the, the place, but uh, not only the place, <laughs> but for the TriCast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, cool. Yeah, feel free to tag us in on those as well if you're going to have a little yeah. dabble, put a little, uh, yeah, a few pence on and say that any of the listeners as well, if you have a, having a TriCast, you're going to pop those together to uh, pay off your mortgage. Then, uh, I'll actually, I'll, to actually, to I'll post those eight up on Twitter, Jack, just so everybody can get away. Either a look or a laugh at them. <laughs> Stop, man. <laughs> Stop, man. And if, if all eight come in, in that order, <laughs> we'll have the lottery numbers yeah. off you next week. So it's good stuff. I did have a, have a quick chat with uh, um, Boydie, who is our resident uh, horse racing tips to Team CBK, mainly on US horse racing, but um, does have a decent knowledge across the board as well. He's actually gone for another one, believe it or not, in, in, out of that. He's actually gone for Manila oh, Times. Yeah. He's put Manila Times forward. He's in decent form. He picked up a 66-1 to one winner and a 100-1 winner during the week uh, in, yeah, in, over that, in the yeah. US. So um, he's in good he's, have... he's in good nick. <laughs> um, yeah, Rachel Blackmore on board. So she, that's going to be super popular tomorrow. Um, I think they used to call it the housewife choice, didn't they? But I don't think we, we call she, that she's that She's excellent. But I have um, a whisper earlier on. There's been a lot of money for that one today. So but Boydie's uh, tip must have got out already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just him put the money on, mate. You know, after, after, after his winners this week, he's got to lump it all on. Yeah, yeah, so that's right. But uh, you're getting at the minute 10 to 1, so just into double figures uh, with Bet365, uh, Manila Times. Um, so there we go. 
so hopefully one of those nine um, will, will come in and uh, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. And let's see if we can land a tricast as well. Happy days. So great stuff, mate. Thanks for those. Obviously, a lot of time and effort goes into those. A massive field. And uh, like I say, so I really appreciate you taking time out to go through those and, and witness down a short list and uh, win us loads of money. So good stuff. But that was a podcast and a half. Wow, we crammed so much in there today. La Liga, started off with some Liga, La Liga action, obviously including the El Clasico, um, EPL, even dropped into some EFL, a bit of English Football League as well with that Blackpool bet as well from Jerry. Um, standard Scottish football, excellent um, stuff from the Scottish football there. Looking forward to seeing those as well. And then obviously ending up there even with a little bit of Grand National. So uh, looking forward to that. That race, what five, time's that got tomorrow? Five, five, five. Three, isn't it? Yeah. 15. 515, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 515 tomorrow. Good stuff. Cool. So we can look forward to watching that. Um, but yeah, absolutely like packed in. So remember, if you've enjoyed the podcast, then please let us know. Feedback's always gratefully received and anything you'd want us to cover, and we're more than happy to, to tackle it. Um, and if you'd liked all the Team CBK tips, we post them seven days a week uh, on, on our premium channel uh, around the clock from four tipsters. Uh, obviously, you've heard from Arnie and myself earlier, and you've just got. Um, uh, Boydie, as we then mentioned, and Kaz as well, and, and not, not to mention the fact that Jerry's coming on here kindly and, and, and throwing out all his tips as well on a Friday, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, subscription service is open. You, you can take a 30 or a 90 day option. Um, so just get in touch with us and we can go for that. It's very easy to set up and start up. And um, we've had an incredible start to the month. Obviously, I touched on it a moment ago with the horses that we actually picked up a 66 to 1 and a 100 to 1 winner each way this week. Um, but across the board so far this month, um, we've had 140 bets. We're 128 units up. Um, we work to a maximum of a three unit, say for a max bet. So it's not a case of us sticking 50 units on something and uh, bloating the figures. They are standard bets, generally between one and two units. So every now and again, we'll throw in a three unit one. But 128 units up so far this month. Uh, £25 a unit, that's £3,209 up. And you've got a return of investment of 54.97%. So... That isn't too bad. But um, that's it from us. As I say, get in touch with us if you want to know more information on that. Thank you once again, Jerry. Um, stunning talking to you again today. Really enjoyed it. And um, good, good luck with your bets, everybody. Good luck, Have a wonderful weekend.